Yeah, I mean, Coach Norvell, he's a winner. And, uh, you know, his resume speaks that. Being at Memphis, I mean, he turned that whole program around. And, uh, you know, he's so driven and passionate. Uh, he's always calling me. I know he's always calling all of his recruits. And, you know, uh, he lives like a champion each and every day. And you can really see it, you know, on the field. And, uh, like I said, in meetings and stuff. And he lives like a champion. Uh, it really speaks, speaks volumes. Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Nose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E Dub, in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go Nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, go Nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Dion Primetime Sanders. The great Dion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I could, I could wake up to that greeting every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan from Here the Spear, presented to you by Noel Game Day. We are here on Tuesday evening, July 7th. Uh, we are going to have a big-time guest on with us later in the show. FSU 2021 four-star quarterback commit Luke Altmeyer is here to answer uh, me, Nate, and Dustin's question. We talk about why he committed to Florida State, obviously. Uh, we talk about Mike Norvell, Coach Jillian Hamm, guys that he is currently recruiting, trying to bring in the Tribe 21 and future guys. Also, a little bit of offensive line talk. Um, uh, guys, he's also trying to recruit there. Um, and also, the Elite 11 that he just got done competing in. And then, to top it off at the end, we talk about what he wants to work and improve on during his senior year that is upcoming for him in a couple months. Um, for the rest of the show, uh, we talk about some of the FSU players that have put on some weight, some guys that have lost some pounds too. Coach Storms is killing it this offseason. Also, going to give our thoughts on the Patrick Mahomes contract. We're also going to go over the 247 Sports Preseason ACC poll that was just released. And then we're going to end it off with some FSU trivia, some bad dad jokes. Austin is also going to run through a little bit of basketball updates. I think that's going to be it. As always, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, also YouTube. Subscribe on all those platforms so you'll be notified every time we go live. With me this evening is the usual cats. Dustin Lewis, our lead writer and editor, along with Austin VZ, our lead basketball writer. What's happening this evening, guys? I feel like I'm listening to NPR right now. Dude, I think I just killed it. I'll be honest. I got to give... <clears throat> I got to give like a pat on the back to myself. I think that was the first time it's gone that smoothly for me in a couple weeks. Yeah, you weren't talking too loud or anything. I think I think I'm on a roll. I think I might need to get a, like a, a like a job working in like the storage wars and being like the auctioneer. I think my voice was pretty pretty clean doing that and pretty quick. What do you think no about chance. his voice, Austin? No. No chance. All righty. Austin doesn't see a future for me in Storage Wars, so there goes that. I should pull my application then. There's not much of a future for anyone in Storage Wars, bud. In the Storage Wars? We couldn't hear you there, buddy. What would you say? There's not much of a future for anyone in Storage Wars. (laughs) 
you're very uh, accurate on that one right there. I'll give you that. <laughs> is it that? I mean, is it? Can I just say that my aunt was an auctioneer in that show, though? A lot of people probably don't know that, but she was actually a, a, a decent star on that show. Like, we're on what, A&E or whatever? She was the auctioneer. So maybe that's who I get it from. I don't know if you're being serious or not. I, I'm being completely serious out in L.A. I com- I'm being completely serious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a fun fact for well, me. Well, you've got connections. You've got connections. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dustin. Um, I want to stay in here real quick before we get started, too. Uh, I saw a review on our Apple podcast, which definitely appreciate you guys. If you guys would like to definitely the five stars help along with leaving reviews it helps and this is why it's going to help too i've got a uh not i guess a complaint but there was some audio issues and i believe the last episode i think that's going to be fixed up um editing different audio intervals with phones and then also skype it it can mess around a little bit but i think we're going to invest at least on my end invest in a new mic and everything so maybe some things will be a little bit smoother because i trust me i get pissed off at the freaking audio problems sometimes so hopefully things will be smoothed out so definitely appreciate um uh the person who put the five-star review on there and also left that review letting us know because that was something that we need to change. Can be annoying people while in the car, right, Dustin? I mean, Logan, that's normally what you do on this podcast. I just annoy people. I know you took your Excel at. Jeez, Austin comes out of nowhere. Second (laughs) thing he said all podcast. Yeah. Probably all that it will be. Now, there's a little bit of basketball in there, and he likes a little bit of NFL, so there might be a few things. He's not going to talk, though, when I talk about weight gains, but that's Austin. I'll roll my eyes. That's it. That's all you'll get from me. I know you will. Well, let's jump right into it, uh, and then we'll get Luke on here in just a few minutes after our top three worst segment, uh, which this week is going to be top three worst pizza toppings, so it could get pretty interesting. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, money, money, money. Biggest sports contract in history, over half a billion dollars, over half, and it could be worth it could be worth up to five hundred three million. But the deal is worth <clears throat> four fifty over the ten year period. Uh, the extension includes a hundred forty million in four hundred forty million dollar injury guarantee, as well as a no trade clause. Man, oh man! So I'm a Steelers fan, and obviously this is <clears throat> obviously this is a Florida State podcast but man when things like this happen and if you just like football either way i mean this this is just nuts or sports even a half a billion potential half a billion dollar contract for for a quarterback and i'm a steelers fan and you know i've had to deal with patrick holmes a few times and it's not that fun (laughs) Uh, but man oh man what are y'all's initial thoughts on on this on this signing this is gigantic yeah, I mean, just. It's, I mean, that's really all it is. He brought Kansas City a Super Bowl, and he's still, what, 23? He's the best quarterback in the NFL already. Won an MVP, won a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, he's worth it. If he's willing to stay, the, stay there that long, yeah. Just a wild deal. I mean, imagine having your next 11 years locked into the job you're at. I mean, I would love if it paid those wages, though. 
Meanwhile, Dustin, do you have a job right now? I'm in the Oof. market. <laughs> I think a lot of us are. Uh, I was. I was before today. Um, but now you are the only one on the podcast, so we got to get you back going on LinkedIn or something. I've applied for a lot of jobs. I'm just, you know, useless. Useless? <laughs> Pretty much. I won't say anything more to that. I will not say anything more to that. But, yeah, that that uh, that contract is gigantic, man. Um, I do think he's worth a, a good a, a lot of money, obviously. I hate seeing, like, <clears throat> people tagging, like, Deshaun Watson or whatever. Is it just me, or do I think that there's no way in hell? Like, some people are saying that, oh, wait till you see Deshaun Watson's. I'm like, sorry, I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen. I don't the, know what drugs they're on, like the teammates and whatever, like hyping it up. Like, I don't know. I don't get the whole. I mean, I understand Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, this and that, but I don't see that happening. This is how that conversation will go. Deshaun Watson is going to walk into Bill O'Brien's office. He's going to be like, look, I want more money than Patrick Mahomes has got. And then Bill O'Brien's going to trade him for a six round draft pick the next day. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, like, for Watson if the per year is the same, but it's only, like, a four- or five-year contract. Yeah, he's not getting 10. I, I doubt he wants to be there for 10 years. It's Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And who are the O'Brien. Yeah, who are the top three NFL quarterbacks right now? Just uh, Rus- Russell Wilson, Mahomes. James Winston, <laughs> Christian Ponder. Kirk Cousins. He's coming back out of retirement. E.J. Manuel's coming back, too. Charlie Ward said to make his NFL debut. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who else? Uh, Who else are we missing? J.J. Constantino's getting in there, right? (laughs) Right after after Sean McGuire. Oh, yeah. Sean McGuire's got a big big training camp ahead of him, doesn't he? Right? <laughs> oh man, is Marcus Mariota still playing football, or is he like off in Hawaii? Like he's with putting the flowers. He's on there, head he's not really something. playing, but he's there. Is it the Raiders? Yeah, that's good. Good for him. Has he ever cussed? Do you think? I don't think he's ever talked. Yeah, has he like even chirped a word or like moved his? face because whenever i like look at his face like i feel like nothing moves like does he open his mouth to breathe i don't know just doesn't that marcus merida just irritates me um and he's what having to compete with what's his name over there in oakland yeah Derek Carr. Derek Carr. yeah what a fun quarterback room that is <laughs> I know Las Vegas fans are excited. Yeah. Great, first, great first year in the new city. Yeah, and the new stadium, too. <laughs> and on your sideline, Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. And Marcus Mariota is still not smiling. Jesus Christ, feel bad for them. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty big contract there. And Dustin just named all the Florida State quarterbacks that are better than Patrick I guess Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. I guess so. Jameis right. Winston. Put Jameis Winston up there. You want to talk some weight gains at, for some FSU players, Austin? Or do you want to leave I that have, to me? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't want to? You sure? Uh, I'm good. No. Okay. I'll uh, I'll, I'll just handle it on my own. How about that? Lead us, lead us off. I'll lead us off, Dustin. I think Dustin likes these, so we'll we'll tag team it. Uh, so uh, it was released. The new roster update. A few guys. Not everyone has been updated. Um, but uh, Florida State players and their weights and sometimes their heights have been updated. Uh, starting off first, uh, then this is obviously starts off huge. Uh, shout out to Coach Storms for all this, but uh, FSU running back Deshaun Corbin, obviously your Texas A&M running back transfer. He's up to 213, or he's up from 213 to 220, so he's put on seven pounds. Does that, does that give you any kind of worry at all, Dustin, or is that you're kind of cool with that? Do you think that's kind of heavy for him, or what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, we'll see how he looks at the start of the season. Obviously, he's coming off that that hamstring injury. So we'll see if maybe the extra the extra weight slows him down at all. But I think it'd be it could be good for him as a power back to be able to get through more tackles. Yeah, um, yeah. I, don't, I know a lot of people are kind of like worried about it a little bit. I, I wouldn't be definitely once fall or even the summer workouts begin, but definitely fall. I think some of these guys are going to shed some pounds either way. I mean, when you've got middle linebackers at two fifty, <laughs> it's, it's not bad to have you know a two hundred and twenty pound running back on the roster every now and then. Well, not at FSU, 250. And maybe it's getting there. Coach Storm's just doing his thing. But we haven't seen one of those since, what, maybe Nick Moody, Christian Jones, maybe. Remember, your biggest one was Dontavious Jackson. And what was Dontavious Jackson, Dustin? 230, 325. 230-something, yeah. What would you say, Austin? 335? Yeah, he played that slow. <laughs> Austin's not I'm, saying much tonight, but when he does but, say something, it's worth listening to. See, see, Austin, I knew this segment would work for you. Look at this. You're going to be put out on – you're going to go viral. You're going to go viral. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, all right, so next, freshman FSU quarterback, Chubba Purdy. He comes into Florida State listed as 212 pounds. Um, I think that's a pretty good size for him. Uh, Dustin, obviously you look back and everybody's going to compare him to James Blackman and James Blackman, um, is from what I've been told is over 200, 200, 205 pounds. So he obviously still has more weight over James Blackman, but that's a pretty good size weight right there, Dustin. What do we got? I mean, yeah, definitely for a true freshman. And I mean, you got to think Chubba Purdy and James Blackman have completely different frames. Um, James Blackman, obviously still a very slim guy, but where Chubba Purdy's at, he carries that weight very well. And I mean, he can still add on to that. So he's only true freshman. Like you said, James Blackman now up to over 200 pounds. So a couple years in, in Storm's uh, strength and conditioning program, we'll see what happens. I think he can turn quarterbacks into monsters too. Uh, Florida State defensive end didn't get to see him play a lot last year, but I'm really um, eager to keep my eyes on him once fall camp starts uh, because he's been putting a lot of work on his body. Uh, defensive end Quashawn Fuller has gained 10 pounds and is now at 275. He's kind of been fluctuating, so he came in a little bit heavier than that. He lost a lot of weight. Now he's putting on good muscle weight, um, and I'm actually – you know, that defensive end uh, rim still has a little bit of work to do. 
depth wise. And I'd like to see him kind of get in there in that mix. And I think he's really worked on his, on his, um, on his body really well. And I think coach storms and company have put him in a good plan. Um, that's going to set him up for a, a nice run this upcoming season. Yeah. Like you said, he's looking good and there's, there's not a ton of depth at defensive end for Florida state this season. So some guys are going to have to emerge and he's a former four-star prospect. It, it could be his time. I mean, Last year, like you said, he had some bad weight, trimmed it off, and now he's built back up with some more muscle. And, I mean, he could be a guy that's primed to break out. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel, like, I feel like football's in there. Even though this pandemic thing is coming, man, we're, we're getting weight talk here. We're getting close to fall camp. Like, oh, it feels so good. I just need this thing. I need people to wear their masks. I need to be in Doak Campbell Stadium. I need to be in Atlanta. I need... Any things to start hitting here? Because I'm excited about seeing these guys out on the field. Um, this one right here, I think a lot of Florida State fans are um, stoked about. Uh, true freshman linebacker. This might be the most impressive one. Uh, true freshman linebacker Stephen Dix Jr. came into FSU at 210 pounds. As of this update from last week, he is now at 235. He has made an impressive 25-pound gain in a very short time period under Coach Storms and company. Um, and when I say company, too, a lot of these guys that that, um, that uh, Coach Storm and Norvell have brought on staff are some big cats. Um, uh, obviously, guy from Ole Miss that they brought um, and the Stanford uh, strength and conditioning coach, assistant coach. Uh, and there's another cat too that they just brought in. Uh, these are some big cats that are making these guys bigger. But how about this one? 210 to 235, Dustin. This is scary. And I got an image here on Twitter. If you haven't seen it yet, I tweeted it. That is lean muscle. That isn't just fat. That is lean, good muscle. What about this, Dustin? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, 25 pounds since January. And you look at all. You look at some of the other uh, true freshman linebackers that weren't early enrollees. Jayon McCluster, six foot one, two hundred twenty-seven pounds, and then DJ Lundy, guy who Nate really loves, six foot one, two hundred forty-four pounds. That's that's the guy I was talking about when I'm saying mm-hmm. you have middle linebackers that are two hundred fifty pounds. That guy's gonna be big. Yeah, that's gonna be a big cat. And hasn't there been a little bit of talk of maybe him going to a, kind of like a fullback route too at some occasions? Yeah, he Maybe. played he played running back in high school and he was very successful. So we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, mm-hmm. Norvell, a very in- innovative offensive mind, and he'll put guys in positions to make plays. And if DJ Lundy can make a couple plays at fullback, he'll get a couple snaps. I'll run through these two real quick. FSU defensive end Joshua Kando, obviously veteran there. Uh, he's up to two sixty five from two fifty eight. Um, he's always had a good size frame on him. Um, obviously coming back from a leg injury that um, kept him out of the season very early on uh, against Virginia. Uh, but this is that's a pretty good size, too, on him. Uh, up next, freshman defenseman TJ Davis has gained 20 pounds and is now at 270. Um, and then a, a, a big-time guy here, veteran, your star defensive player for Florida State this upcoming season once again, defensive tackle Marvin Wilson has lost some more weight he's lost five more pounds and is down to 305 uh, and I put in here in this tweet it's a, remi- a good reminder that he came into Florida State at 330 <laughs> so he's now to 305 from 330 from his freshman year um, and I'd say he looks bigger than he was when he was a true freshman 
because all that weight has transformed into muscle. Yeah, no, he's definitely fixed a lot of his torso up, and he might be putting he might have put a lot more strength down in his legs because he's always had that upper body look. Um, but what's crazy, and we've talked about it before too, Dustin Marvin Wilson has always since freshman year he was at that weight, but he was still the friggin' fastest defensive lineman. So now looking at him coming in at 305 this upcoming season, a potential to just weigh a little bit over 300. That speed is scary to yeah. think of. More speed, more athleticism. It'll yeah. Be a good year for Marvin. Yeah, it should be. Uh, pay. Time to get paid. Uh, so, yeah, those, those are some of the updates there. Uh, not uh, not the whole team as a whole, but we've heard some things about Keyshawn Helton, who looks fantastic right now. Um, James Blackman's been putting on some weight, too. Um these guys have uh, coach storms is doing a fantastic job. And it's like I said, it's not just, you know, he, he brought a good staff around him too. some very um, well-respected assistants uh, have come here to Tallahassee and, and it seems like they're doing really good. And also coach storms revealed some new equipment that they received. They've been receiving new equipment yeah. the last uh, month or so, uh, but the new bars that they got, I think you saw them too, Dustin, those bars look pretty badass. They're, they look, they look like they're a little bit more, um, like they're good on your body and a little bit safer for like front squats, deep squats. I saw mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of like curved bars for definitely for squatting. Um, I say we go in there and get a couple reps. I think Coach Storm should see if he can transform us into like at least like a one series kind of football player. <laughs> Might take a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It might take a couple of weeks. I was going to ask Jacoby McDonald if he could give us like an, uh, an hour to work out with him, Dustin, and we could rec- we could uh, give our thoughts on it uh, on a podcast uh, the next episode. Like we could, you know, say, hey, we're going to go work out with Jacoby McDaniel because if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's been working out a ton and whatnot. And he's lost a ton of weight and he's built it into muscle now. I was going to say, Dustin, me and you just go work out with him and give him an hour and see what we, see what we got. I mean, it's it's worth a shot. Why not? <laughs> you you want to take that? I can't challenge? tell if you're being serious. Yeah, I'll do it. I've been thinking about it. Might have to hit him up. I'm ready, Dustin. I'm ready to get after it. Ready too. I don't know if you really are though. <laughs> You'd have to with some cinder blocks. <laughs> I want to. Uh huh. I want you to get up before 4 p.m. Yeah, I got up at 11.30 today, so we're making progress. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Uh, all right, so you guys ready for the top three worst segment before we get Luke on here? Are you ready, Austin? No, I'm not, actually. Hold on. Go ahead. We're good. Unbelievable. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, so <laughs> top three worst pizza toppings. Top three worst at first, I didn't think I had any because I really like any kind of like food and definitely like when it's on pizza. But I remembered really about a few minutes later that, wow, there's some really disgusting things that people have tried doing with me and I hate it. They've tried putting some complete crap on my pizza. So, <laughs> Dustin, do you want to start off first or do you want me to start off first or Austin? However you want to do it, man. I'll go first. I'll go first. Black olives. Get them off my friggin' pizza. Get the black olives off. I don't Solid want choice. that on there. Yes. 
thank you. I don't want them on there. I don't know why they ruin the taste of like your pizza, like the sauce on there and everything. Uh, I don't like, I don't know how people eat them by themselves anyways. I think they need to be tested. Um, I think they're animals. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, and I definitely don't want it to ruin a really good pizza because you can go out there and some people are you know, out there you know, putting some good money towards a good pizza and then they slap on uh, black olives and I just don't understand. I will not put on a salad. Uh, what about a sub? I don't really want it on a sub either. Like that sometimes will ruin my taste. Like unless you're putting sub sauce on it. Like I, I will eat it. It's not. I'm not saying I, I will throw up, but it's just kind of. It's the thing that it's going to ruin the taste of it. You know, I'm not gonna throw up, but <laughs> it's just kind of gonna ruin it. I just like I already. I am like already thinking about it, and I don't. I just have bad memories. I guess just shouldn't be put on pizzas. Yeah, I've got comments? no. Got no worry with that pick. I don't think anyone will, honestly. Okay. It's pretty. It's a pretty easy pick. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Number two. Who's up? Uh, I'll go next. I feel like this is another pretty easy choice. Uh, anchovies. Ugh. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I, I just don't. Just the name. Yeah. Just the name. The name is already making my stomach twirl. I mean, do they even cook them, or do they just throw them on there? It looks like they just throw them on there. <laughs> every time, fish. I, is every time I think anchovies, yeah, I think yeah. of the SpongeBob yeah. episode where they just a thousand of them go into the Krusty Krab. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> it's, it turns me off. Anchovies are, are fish. It's like pretty much a whole fish, Logan. They just toss the whole fish on there, but it's small enough where you can just eat the whole fish. Which yeah, like I've heard of it, obviously, scary. but... Like I'm looking at looking at a uh, picture of it right now. It looks like there's just worms on a pizza. <laughs> it looks like beetles are on the pizza to me. Ew. It does look like worms. Just look nasty. It looks like looks like my toilet after a couple hours after Whataburger. Alright. I don't know why you had to... <laughs> All right. Not that not necessary at all. Ew, I'm looking at it now, too. I mean, I like fish, but it looks like it's the cheapest fish you could ever get, like, that's put on your pizza. Bro, if you get anchovies from Papa John's, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> like, but where I, do you think they're getting those anchovies from? Like, if you start putting tank? that order in, you need to look in a mirror and reevaluate what's going on. Yeah, they're definitely grabbing it from a fish tank in the back, right? They're just, like, under a floorboard. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. I'm looking at them now. Like, I've seen worse and worse pictures, and I'm about to vomit it up right now. I'm about to toss. Um, I'm going to have to stop. All right, Dustin, you're up next. I don't know if this one is as cut and dry as your as your picks were, but I'm going to say tomatoes. Just because. Oh, come on. I don't disagree. That's Just because, like. Tomatoes aren't even really good when they're not cooked, and then you put them on the pizza, and they're all soft and mushy. And you got you've got tomato sauce. I mean, what do you need a damn tomato for? Come on now. See, and I'm one bad. of the, I'm one of those that gets light sauce on the pizza. Like if I go to Blaze. Yeah. I mean, so, tomatoes yeah. and tomato sauce is just too much. It, and it doesn't matter if it's a regular tomato or they try and do that bullshit sun dried tomato. 
Get out uh, of here. <laughs> what like the uh like the grape tomatoes, something like that? Just the trash tomato, dude. It's all trash. Like I'll take like a like a sliver of tomato on there. Like a roasted tomato. I don't know. I don't think it's terrible. Maybe like a sliver, but if they cut them in like halves and throw them on there, that's way too much. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a picture now. That oh, I, yeah, definitely if they're like putting like a like a half tomato, like a, we're talking a juicy half tomato. Like the slivers are kind of like fun. Like you're like what about like a sub, like sub tomatoes? I don't get tomatoes on my stuff. Okay, well you know it. Like I'm talking about slices. <laughs> You don't get. I know, a, what you're, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I I don't want to slice a tomato on my pizza either. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's the most like. If there's like a little, if there's some tomato chunks in the sauce, I can deal with it. But if there's a whole ass tomato on there, we got a problem. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm like 50-50 on it, so <laughs> I can't argue with it too much. Uh, I think you have number two, right? Yeah, you're relaying it back. All right. Um, I'll set a couple. I was thinking, so I'll Uh-oh. say like I don't want to say all bacon on pizza. Whoa! But the really the really cheap bacon. What? Like when, How would like you when even they, know? Dude, when they put bacon bits on your pizza that you know is not real bacon. What? It's not the same. It's just what pink. It? It's just pink crumbles that. Are disgusting. Uh, that's like in frozen pizzas. Oh, that's bro, that's Papa John's, Domino's, Pizza Hut. That's what they eat. Domino's is bacon is trash. Nasty. I will say that. Pizza but If you go to a homemade joint and they put real bacon on there, I can rock with it. But if you get that fake stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, bacon on pizza is good. That ain't bacon, though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> well... You picked bacon, so this is your fault. Uh, you, you're getting this is your fault for going to those places. That's why I try and <laughs> that's why I don't order bacon. That's why it's one of my worst pizza toppings. <laughs> I'm looking at an article right here, and it says nothing can ruin a pizza faster than black olives. <laughs> Rank the worst topping you can put on a pizza. Ew. Wow. Okay. Um. I guess Austin's up next. Yeah. I'm. I'm going barbecue sauce. I, I like barbecue sauce. I just uh, don't like it on yeah. pizza. Yeah. 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 I agree. I'm right there with you. That is disgusting. And a lot it's of people be my get number like the, one. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. get it like the drizzle on it, especially at like Blaze Pizza. Yeah, Blaze. But I just I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't like it. taste right. Yeah. It just, it just something about it doesn't feel right. Kind of tastes like I'm eating something that I would have made when I was like six years old on accident. Like I sh- that shouldn't be on there. <laughs> <laughs> like I always say, if you, if you have any problems with us with our picks, dude, please tweet us so we can handle you on Twitter. These are like the least controversial picks we've had so far. We're not having any arguments. Yeah, nobody's arguing with us, so I feel like we're like the smartest people. Like everybody gets along with us, so nobody's even came after us once. So I feel pretty. Nah, but we're not even coming after each other over these picks like we normally do. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Are you ready for mine? My second one. He's I guess. Screw it up here. You ready for yeah, it? Yeah, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm yep. Here we go. Uh, take the friggin' pineapples off right now. 
Get it I off. knew someone was going to say it. Get off your get the shit off of your pizza right now. Stop thinking that it's good. Why do you do that? Why are you putting that on there? <laughs> Let's stop it. Stop it right now. That is, I mean, I'll, I like I say, I'll, I'll eat it because I, I like a majority of food, but I don't want something sweet like fruity on a pizza. That just doesn't make sense to me. I've never understood that. I'll never dip ranch and pineapple together. I mean, that's just, just disgusting thinking about it. I just got really nauseous. Um, but just get them off. Um, because I I'm gonna take them off either way, and I really don't want to spend about after all the pizza. I don't want to spend like five minutes taking it off every time. Um, Even if you take it off, the flavor's still there. It's ruined. Yeah, it just sits there and everything, and it's nasty. It's just fruity. No one wants a fruity pizza. It's disgusting. Uh, my my last one um, is gonna be mushrooms. Ah, I was gonna say that. No. Yeah. Wow! Look how one. look how in agreement we are, though. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we've really had a pretty good agreement tonight. Oh, I was gonna say that. Yeah. You took the pineapples and mushrooms from me back to back. <laughs> That's why I went first, so I'd have two. Like I'd have back to backs at the end. The, the funny um, thing about the mushrooms is, like, I, I think we're all looking at the same site where it ranks classic pizza toppings. And Probably the sense is they're they're number two on the best pizza toppings, and it says they add yeah. a really nice earthy flavor. Why would <laughs> dirt be a nice flavor? I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a terrible take. This site needs to be taken down. I'm actually going to report them. Uh, no one wants to eat have the taste of dirt. That's actually what it does taste like, though, when you're having mushrooms on it. Yeah. It does taste like you're eating grass, like you're eating grass and, like, there's always like that little like mushy mushy part that you end up just having to just swallow just immediately so you don't have to keep chewing it like i don't want to have that happen like i don't know it and sometimes when they're cut up on your pizza too like it's almost like the full thing is on there so you're just sitting there gnawing on like seems to be just like someone's insides that you're eating (laughs) i mean that's 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 a phrase. Uh, I don't know how we got there. No, yeah, I'm talking about like I, someone's I, organs you're eating. Okay. Yeah, I get, I get it. Don't know how we went from mushrooms to cannibalism. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all better find your uh, last ones, boys. Yeah, uh, Dustin, do you have one since Logan mm-hmm. just stole mine? Dustin probably has one. He just laughed. Thinking about just saying pepperoni. Do what? Think about just saying choice. pepperoni. No, bold choice. <laughs> I'll just say onions. That was that's God, terrible stop. take. That's a terrible take. Onions are supposed to be on pizzas. Stop. No. Yes, they are. Just, not. I'm not. It's a, I'm not a fan of the white onion. I don't. I don't know what it is. The white onions just don't taste very good to me. They are supposed to be on there, and they do taste good. It's Italian. They're supposed to have that extra little flavor. I'm not, but that's, you know, everyone has, that's that's why this is my top three worst, you know? I don't really care about your opinion. Well, I'm just telling you, that was ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> you know Austin's what else? Austin's lost ahead, again. 
I know Austin's just losing it. He he must. Just there's the picture a... I'm looking at. There's way too many onions on here. You see this picture, Logan? Number uh, six. Number six. Let's see. Would you uh, have that many onions on your pizza? There's okay, more onions. No, than that's stupid. That thing doesn't even look cooked. That doesn't even look like a pizza. It looks like a that, that pizza looks terrible. Doesn't <laughs> I it? I want not? to say that's before they put it in, but yeah, I don't know. You want to hope so, but it looks pretty crusty. Yeah, the cheese it looks, looks a suspect. That looks like I don't know. That just looks god awful. <laughs> It looks worse than like a lunchable pizza that you get from Walmart that you put together when you're a little kid. This looks about exactly, if not worse. But yeah, I'm not putting that many onions on there. Jesus Christ. But just a little bit here and there. And it needs to be cooked and I don't know. Deep in the sauce. Austin, are you home? Yeah, I, I've got my last one. I don't know if it counts as a classic one, um, but I, I, feel, I feel like since we put ranch on our pizzas, I, th- I feel like that's kind of normal. Uh, blue oh. cheese. Blue cheese is trash in any oh. form, but especially on pizza. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're kind of just going out for a, off of a sauce here. That that needs to be another, like, sec- I mean, blue, blue cheese, I feel like, goes on pizza more than you dip it in. That's just my opinion. Maybe I've never. I don't know. What do you think, Dustin? Mm. I mean, it's more of like a. I would say you dip pizza into cheese. I guess. I mean, I don't. But some. Oh, I certainly do. Don't. Blue <laughs> cheese shouldn't even be a thing. It's moldy ranch. That's along the same <laughs> lines as like people that replace marinara sauce on pizza with like Alfredo sauce or something. Like, bro, it's pizza. It's some red sauce. Shut up. <laughs> Is that what you tell people at Blaze Pizza when they're putting their pizza together? Oh, I just smack them. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see it. Uh, another thing that shouldn't be on pizza just for um, extra stuff here. Uh, chicken. Take it off. Get off right now. For a classic? Like, I don't it's... mind it. I mean, it's not terrible, but I don't really want all the chunky chicken on there. I mean, I'll, I've done it before, I will admit it, but I just found that I'd rather have pepperoni over chicken, yes. I get both. <laughs> I, know you, I know you do. Well, if I go to Blaze, I'll get pepperoni, and then I'll get chicken, too, for extra protein. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> That's what I call it. No barbecue sauce, though. No barbecue sauce? Hell no. Hell no. And you know what? I'll be honest. Another bad pizza topping. I don't know. This might be a hot take for you guys. I don't know. I doubt it. Ham. That's not a hot take. That'd be the last kind of meat I'd put on my pizza. Uh, Anchovies, of course, but ham just doesn't go well on pizza. Sorry. Like, like definitely when it's like crusted and it's chewy. like, what they do is they put ham with pineapple, too. Yeah. Austin likes it, I guess. I, I do like a little bit of ham on my pizza. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Are you, are you meaning coach ham or ham? 
I'm not putting Coach Hamlin. Back to the cannibalism. That's not what we're doing. (laughs) I had to make sure you are the basketball guy here. Yeah, no, understandably, but yeah, no, I should bring it up. Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. If you have any kind of toppings that you think that you agree or disagree with, please tweet us at Hear the Spears so you can give us your take, um, and then we can roast you on the next podcast if you don't agree with us. Um, but if, if anybody tweets us and say they like anchovies on their pizza, we're going to kindly ask you to unfollow us. <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to get you to a mental health officer. Uh, all right. So that's pretty much it for that segment of top three worst. Um, I say we go ahead and jump now into the Luke Altmeyer interview great interview i think you guys will enjoy it your 2021 leader there uh he talks about his commitment to florida state mike norvell and a whole load of other things let's go and jump to that right now all right guys we got a big guest here with us, another recruit, our second recruit. I think we're going to come after Nate's podcast and just start stealing recruits from uh, him and the interviews. Uh, big time thanks to Nate here for hooking this one up. We have FSU 2021 four-star quarterback commit to Florida State, Luke Altmeyer, with us this evening on Tuesday. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are doing awesome. Uh, definitely appreciate you coming on here to talk a little bit of FSU, your commitment, um, Elite 11, uh, a lot of stuff that we have here ready for you. So I said we'd jump right in if you're good to go. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. So you recently uh, just participated in the Elite 11. First of all, congratulations to you on that. Thank Great you. Achievement. Thank you. What was the experience like for you? Um because I know a lot of those guys are very competitive. Uh, but what was your mindset going into it? What was your experience like? And was it a little bit different, you know, with the whole COVID thing going on uh, competitive-wise between some of the guys? Was it a little bit switched up differently and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get the full experience a normal uh, quarterback would get. But uh, obviously because of the coronavirus and things like that but it was it was super cool to be a part of it just to be a part of those names and be a part of that quarterback fraternity I mean uh so many things that you know you do at the camp that are off the field that you just you really take away from and uh, obviously the on the field stuff is second to none so many great coaches and I was so impressed by the you know the quarterbacks there and how great of you know how great of people they were what, was, what is Trent Dilfer like? Did you have some time to speak with him a little bit one-on-one, if any? Yeah, a little bit. He's, he's so cool. He's such a good guy. I mean, uh, you know, he's trained a lot of good quarterbacks. He just got done training Tua for his draft prep. And uh, just being around him and all the things he know, knows, being a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, uh, had a little bit of one-on-one time. You know, we didn't have a lot of time uh, as a normal Elite 11 quarterback would have each year, but uh, – I mean, it's just super cool, and it flew by. It really did. Yeah, you, you talked about last night about you being the second guy from uh, Mississippi to, to, to being the Elite 11. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, uh, you know, growing up, always watching those documentaries, uh, Miles Brennan being the only 
Mississippi quarterback to even being taken by Elite Eleven and being the second, being the second one. I mean, out of Mississippi, is pretty incredible. You know, I never saw myself here. I mean, I always thought I was going to be a baseball player, you know, something else. You know, in, in middle school, I didn't even start as a quarterback, and um, you know, I always dreamed about it and just being a part of that, being from where I am. Uh, it's pretty cool, and just being an inspiration inspiration to any kids from Mississippi, um, you know, just letting them know that you can do, you can, you can be a part of the biggest things and be on the biggest stage. So, um, you know, when you look at, take us back to February, uh, when, when, you, when you made your decision, um, you know, what, what did Coach Norvell do differently that kind of led you to uh, go ahead and commit to Florida State? It was nothing he did differently. I mean, uh, he's, we've had such a great relationship, you know, for these four years of my high school career. I mean, I've, I met him first when I was a freshman uh, and I always stayed in contact, even, you know, when he was at Memphis, my sophomore and junior year. And when he got to Florida State, it was only a matter of time before I got to go see him again. And, uh, you know, he's always been the same, same guy. He's amazing. He's so energetic, so young, so passionate about what he does. And you, know, you can mm-hmm. see it in the way he coaches and in the meetings, uh, just being in there for 15 minutes. I mean, it's something that, that I wanted to be a part of. I, I want to ask you, um, Luke, and, and getting into your recruitment and stuff, and obviously Florida State, what, what were some teams and maybe coaches that were really recruiting you hard early on? Yeah, I mean, obviously Mike Norvell is the first one to – you know, pull the trigger on me, give me a chance. Uh, Ole Miss was the second, and they've been they've been always they've always been pretty hard on me. Matt Luke and uh, Rich Rodriguez, uh, he's not there anymore, but uh, uh, their new their new OC and Lane Kiffin, they've been they've been pretty good to me, and you know I'm grateful for that. But uh, Mississippi State obviously came into play uh, around my sophomore year, the end of my sophomore year. Uh, Coach Joe, Joe Morehead, I still keep in touch with him. You know, I'm, I'm really good friends with his son. Uh, I used to go over to his house a lot because me, me and him were good friends. But, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. I've always loved Coach Morehead. I uh, hope nothing but the best for him. But, uh, you know, those are the obviously the home states uh, recruited me hard. But um, LSU, they're pretty big. Uh, Coach Isminger, Coach Munoz, who's now at Baylor as a wide receiver coach. Uh, I grew pretty good relationships with them, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of good teams. Yeah, and speaking about Mike Norvell and Kenny Kenny Dillingham, what are your thoughts on them and the other coaches on Florida State staff that you've gotten a chance to speak with so far? They are passionate. They're so passionate about what they do. They're young. They're, uh, they're super fun to be around. I haven't been around another staff where I just enjoy being around, honestly. And uh, I can't wait. I mean, I'll just enjoy all. I can feel. I feel like I can enjoy every single day, every single minute, just being around those guys. Is it like a comfortable kind of feeling? You know, yeah, just being able to hang out with definitely. them. Just like a friendly, friendly feeling. And do you feel that kind of like with the whole staff as general too? Because I'm sure you've yeah, spent yeah. time with all of um, a good a majority of them too, and along with players too. But you kind of get that family feel that you would feel at yeah, home right now. Yeah, yeah, they go out of their way. I mean, it's genuine. Uh, you know, they make you feel at home, like you said. They're so young and ready to win. 
so you know, talk about your uh, your your kind of background with Norvell's offense, and you've been familiar with it, and kind of how that maybe played a role in your decision, and uh, kind of how how you fit in the offense. Yeah, obviously, uh, Coach Norvell does a lot of run pass options, RPOs, and uh, you know my school coach. I mean, that's that's pretty much all we do, really. I mean, obviously, we have the drop back schemes and uh, you know the run game stuff. But uh, you know my school coach, he loves Coach Norvell, and even you know stolen a lot of play names and uh, a lot of RPO stuff from him. And you know I've been doing that for four years, and I've uh, mm-hmm. pretty much learned a, learned a lot about him and. That's all I've really been around and, you know, being able to be a part uh, going forward of, you know, that kind of game. I feel like I fit perfectly in it. Obviously. Go ahead. Now, I was going to follow up the question that, you know, I wanted to ask before and kind of, you know, I talked a little bit about some people questioning your athleticism. I'm going to ask that now um, about how, you don't run the ball necessarily. You know, you don't put up a lot of rushing yards, but yet your offense doesn't really ask you to do that. And some yeah. some of these national experts and evaluators kind of ding you on your perceived lack of athleticism. Can you talk talk about that a little bit and your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just recently ran a four seven one on laser at the Under Armour camp. Uh, you know, pretty much my scheme, you know, they want me to protect it. They want me to distribute the ball and uh, to our playmakers. We had a lot of good playmakers this past year. And you know, I have a running back who's committed to Mississippi State who's uh, pretty, pretty good. But, uh, you know, we run, we run a lot of inside zone, outside zone where we'll read a guy and I can pull it and run it. Uh, and I do that sometimes. But, uh, you know, I haven't had a lot of opportunities to just, uh, you know, flash my run game, I guess. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my athleticism is there. You know, I believe in it. it. You were talking about playmakers, too, Luke. And is that something that Dillingham and Mike Norvell have talked with you, that they want to put playmakers around you? Because that's what we heard uh, during their introductory press conferences. Dillingham couldn't stop talking about, you know, they've had he's had success with playmakers and he wants to bring playmakers to fsu uh the logo hits different here um and you know you usually have some luck on bringing some talent in but i'm sure they've probably stressed you that they want to put some playmakers around so you can you know make your job a little bit easier and just toss it to them let them go down the field yeah there's no doubt i mean playmakers are you know what kind of drive drive this game and florida state pushnerville's offense i mean you gotta have them Obviously, Florida State has gone 18 and 20 over the past three seasons, and we'll see what Mike Norvell does during his his first year in Tallahassee. But what do you think it will take to bring Florida State back to prominence once you arrive on campus? I mean, I think just doing everything like a champion, having a championship mindset and living at a championship standard like Florida State once has. You know, Florida State is a winning program. You know, I fully Mm -hmm. believe Coach Norvell is the right guy to – know lead the ship back in the right direction what what is it that you think that you need to do your your role um in order to kind of expedite that process yeah i gotta recruit you know i gotta get out there uh, reach out to guys um you know sell sell my pitch to them uh and work my tail off on on twitter i guess you know (laughs) the dms 
is that is that i mean a lot of fsu fsu fans are crazy if you haven't found out yet they're absolutely crazy and when it comes to recruiting <laughs> it is a different animal in Tallahassee. you probably already know this but um is that how it goes because i'm sure a lot of fans would like to know is it is it just mainly twitter dms ig dms is that what's going on here is there any group chats and texting like what's the thing is facetime calls what are we doing yeah there's obviously a lot of yeah i mean kind of First, reaching out to an athlete is usually on Twitter. A lot of athletes use uh, their main social media is Twitter. But, uh, you know, you, you'll get a phone number, uh, and then you'll reach out to them through a text message, keep reaching out, or even phone calls. That's a good segue into, uh, you know, today, like FSU was able to get Tristan Lee, a five-star offensive tackle, um, yeah. on, on campus today. And the, it looks like that Amarius Mims, who's, you know, one of the top one to two tackles in the country, right. is going to come come later this week. So, you know, as a quarterback, you got to be happy to see that. But uh, you know, talk a little bit about, about your thoughts on getting those guys on campus. Yeah, you know, are, are, are those two guys that you talk to? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Those, are, those guys are, you know, the best at what they do in this class. And uh, to be able to you know, have a chance at them and – uh, hopefully get them is pretty remarkable and you know i've been working my tail off trying to get them for sure and i think being on campus is huge but uh you know i think coach norvell coach atkins uh coach Zillian, they do a really good job of uh you know making those guys feel you know really loved what and i i was just on a show just about an hour ago talking about alex atkins but give me your thoughts i mean you're in the quarterback department, and and you want to be protected, and and Florida State's had a had a tough last not just a couple of years, but about a, a good stint now of some of some some decent offensive offensive line play. But speak to me a little bit about Alex Atkins, if you've had any interaction with him and talk to him, because that's obviously going to play a big role in, in your success at Florida State with blocking wise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. You know, my visit uh, March 1st, you know, he was one of the first guys to, you know, introduce himself to me. And he was, we were always talking through that visit. I mean, he's such a cool dude, so uh, so energetic, so young, so willing and passionate about winning. And, uh, you know, I know if he's talking to me a lot, he's got to be talking to his offensive line recruits mm -hmm. a lot. And, and that goes a long way. And speaking about Tribe 21, how are you and the other commits staying in touch? And what are you guys doing to build relationships with one another before you arrive in Tallahassee? Uh, we have group chats on Instagram, Twitter, text messages. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, we're always, you know, we're always keeping in touch and you know, just checking on each other. I mean, we're going to be spending you know, the next four or five years with each other, hopefully three. You know, but, uh, you know, we're always checking on each, uh, checking on each other and, uh, you know, getting some of the latest recruits and reaching out to them. Uh, and go ahead, Nate. Uh, I want to follow up on that. Is you know, what's the general thought about about Norvell? Because you know, you, you have Tagger and and you know what he was unable to do uh, the last couple of years and coming off you know Jimbo and Jimbo's last you know year and a half, two years were really rough in terms of, of recruiting, evaluating, and culture building, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and some, some of these recruits have been, you know, recruited by Jimbo all the way back. So, you know, it, is there any, you know, talk about, I guess, a, a feel or, or a difference that they see at Florida State with this new staff? Yeah, I mean, Coach Norvell, he's a winner. 
and uh, you know his resume speaks that being at Memphis I mean he turned that whole program around and uh, you know he's so driven and passionate uh, he's always calling me and I know he's always calling all of his recruits and you know uh, he lives like a champion each and every day and you can really see it you know on the field and uh, like I said, in meetings and stuff, and he lives like a champion. Uh, it really speaks speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke, when you know, there's always talk about silent commits and things of that favor. But it is, it, you're obviously the big main recruiter for this this class. Um, should FSU fans, you know, kind of feel a, a little optimistic that there might be some guys out there that are silently leaning in Florida State's favor? Yes, sir. They should definitely feel optimistic. Definitely <laughs> feel optimistic. Are we thinking Are we thinking playmakers? Are we thinking big boys? What are, uh, are we I don't thinking know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say, I, I like that. We'll, we'll it. Yeah, you should be really optimistic, though. Okay. FSU happy. It seems like you and Josh Burrell kind of taking the lead in that role about yeah, being like, like, like the main guys. Yeah, he, he is. He's a hard worker on the field and uh, recruiting as well. He's a great dude. I, I haven't been able to ask this yet because Nate's got a question coming up, but what really just excites you about being in Tallahassee? Is it about the former players that used to be, the Jameis Winston, who absolutely lit it up um, his redshirt freshman year? Is it Dope Campbell Stadium, the war chant? Uh, is it Tallahassee as a vibe? Um, is it the coaching staff? Just, is it, what really just excites you about uh, being in Tallahassee? Like, what made you just commit um, to, you know, to run your career, your college career here in Tallahassee. Yeah, I mean, Tallahassee, credit, you know, being in the capital of Florida, I mean, front and the heart of Florida, obviously the history speaks for itself, and, you know, the quarterbacks who have gone through there, I mean, it's seemed like the perfect, the perfect world for me. It really did. Does it, are you already starting to learn to hate the colors orange, blue, no and doubt. green? No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> okay, I got to add to get that in. No doubt about it. So, you know, talk a little bit about, about the offer from Alabama. Um, you know, we, we, we have a Discord that we run on um, No Game Day, and it's constantly asked about <laughs> Alabama. Continuous. It's, it's, like, it's every 24 hours, if not every 12. It's every hour. <laughs> It's, it's every hour, and it, it, it's really kind of be, being a dead horse now. But, you know, talk about about that, about the Bama offer, about where you're at in your recruitment, um, where you're at in your commitment, uh, and just, you know, where things stand right now. Yeah, it's pretty humbling. I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, having Nick Saban reach out to you, uh, it's, it's humbling. I mean, being from Mississippi and things like that, go, I mean, goes a long way. But uh, you know, I mean, I felt like back in 2013, you know, when a kid got a Florida State offer, they felt the same way. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's very, it's very cool to have. But uh, you know, I committed to Florida State for the reasons that I've said in this podcast, and you know, uh, about their mm-hmm. staff and about the. About the, you know, the, you know, the Tallahassee in general. I mean, it seemed like the perfect world, like I said. 
talking about uh, hopefully you know this upcoming season for you, um, what what are your goals and maybe what are some things that uh, you want to work on, get better at? Maybe what from what you learned at uh, during the Elite Eleven, you know, maybe some things that you want to take into your upcoming season, big year for you, obviously your last season. Uh, what what are some things you'd like to achieve and then also work on personally for your for your game? Yeah, there's a lot of fundamentally fundamental things that I got to sharpen up before I get to Tallahassee. But, uh, you know, I feel like I'll be able to do that, just perfecting uh, a lot of things. But, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get to play this season. I'm super excited. I know I'll, I'll do well. I'll light it up with my teammates and uh, hopefully win a state championship and show everybody, you know, what I can do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, going to the Elite 11, you seeing all these good quarterbacks, it really opened my eyes. You know, you can't never get comfortable or complacent or satisfied. You know, you got to keep working hard because a lot of those guys are just as good as me. You know, I mean, they're good players. Uh, just to let you know, you got to keep working hard. Nate told me you're a competitive guy, so you, you'd, you'd say you're you're one of the best, if not the best, out there, though, right? I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> that's how uh, it should be quarterbacks gotta have that mentality you know right. uh, you don't want a quarterback that's you know okay with being average you know that's right leader that's of right. the team yeah no i yeah Jameis winston back there in his days i'm pretty sure he would have uh said the same exact thing um he was a very he was a pretty confident guy during his yeah. days too he is. <laughs> still is he is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I I think even EJ, you know, Christian Ponder, they would all say say the same things, you know? Yeah, for sure. You mm-hmm. know, JJ you know, uh, Costantino, you know? <laughs> I, I, I can't even go there. <laughs> nah. uh, I, I, that's all you, Nate. Nate, nah. you, you asked for that. <laughs> nah, but, uh, uh, Oh, one thing, one thing we didn't hit on was, uh, you know, I want to talk about one more thing is, you know, De- Destin Payson, and, and you know your thoughts yeah. on him uh, at, at that uh, at that camp that you two participated in and both earned that invite to the All American game. Yeah, I mean he's he's incredible. I mean I didn't realize how muscular and big i thought he was a little shorter than he is but that guy is a, that guy is a ball player i mean he's big i mean he's he looks like he's a senior in college honestly but you know i never even knew he was there until i look outside one-on-ones and i asked myself who is that guy and i looked at you know i looked at his face and obviously recognized him and uh, he recognized me and you know, we talked a little bit obviously and about florida state and about uh you know just kind of uh, met each other and kind of small talked a little bit. I mean, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is that someone you're working hard with with bringing over to F, uh, Tallahassee and under you know for yeah, Dillingham? Yes, sir. Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> <I> like <laughs> it. I like it. There was something else I was going to ask. Uh, what about uh, just my last one? Uh, current weapons at FSU too. Uh, how do you feel about the stable there and, and using your talent with them uh, in the future? Too? I know you're recruiting obviously for your class, but what about the stable that's already at FSU and, and what you can work with there? Yeah, Florida State's always going to have playmakers. I know that. Uh, you know, they've they've had good playmakers in the past. You know, I haven't really dove into uh, you know kind of their roster a little bit, and you know, 
it's kind of you, you know what I mean. But you know, I know one mm-hmm. thing: they're going to have playmakers, and Coach Norvell is going to do a good job of getting those playmakers in space and getting them open, and uh, I'll distribute the ball to them. <laughs> you got anything more, Nate? No, I'm good, man. Okay, perfect. Dustin, you got anything? Thank you guys. Nailed all the bases. Perfect, man. Well, thank you, Luke, for coming on here with us. Definitely appreciate taking out 30 minutes of your time this evening. Um, we definitely, maybe in the future, get you on once football season starts, get an update on your side of things. Also, if you uh, listeners want to go read Luke's piece, he's doing the monthly journal piece at nolgamebay.com. Definitely go check that out. Um, some mm-hmm. great insight, um, more personally, from Luke Altmeyer, uh, the future Florida State quarterback um, best of luck to you this season stay healthy man we really appreciate you coming on here um, and we'll keep in touch for sure thank you luke thank you guys so much it was an honor and we are back after that interview with luke altmeyer definitely appreciate luke giving us his time uh definitely wish him best of luck this upcoming season um, in mississippi uh, dustin how do you feel about that interview i, I think he's a he's a well-spoken uh, young man and i think fsu fans should be pretty happy and definitely pretty excited about some of the things he was talking about uh maybe a few guys leaning fsu's way recruiting wise yeah very great interview Uh, i think it's safe to say that florida state's getting a a very good football player in luke altmeyer but they're probably getting an even better person very excited to see what he does in tallahassee when he does get here seems like he's very competitive too so um i think fsu fans uh should be pretty excited about this cat coming to fsu this uh, next uh, two FSU twenty one. You know what? I don't know what year it is anymore. You know, Jesus, I can't. I can't get my years right. Uh, can we actually go ahead and skip to twenty twenty one? Because this year has been awful. <laughs> uh, but Austin, you have a little bit of an update here, uh, basketball wise. It looks like on the dock. Yeah, not a ton to talk about. Um, last week we talked about Alex Chiku. Uh, played for. High school in Arizona, he, he reclassified to the 2020 class, and he committed to Alabama. Uh, it ended up coming down to, I think, Florida State and Bama. As soon as he reclassified, a lot of crystal balls and future casts flew in for Florida State. I was never of the belief he was that high on Florida State. I believed he was definitely interested, but I, I never really believed he would, he would go to us. Um, so when those future casts started flying in, I was like, I still don't know. I was asking around. Um, some people... At his high school said, even we don't know, so I doubt the media knows, but the media started saying Alabama, and it did end up being Alabama. Uh, they're building a pretty pretty strong squad over there. Nate Oates is a new coach over there, and Alabama, Alabama's looking pretty good. Glad to see they're using their football assets for basketball now. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I have. This last little bit here before we get into FSU trivia and bad dad jokes, um, uh, 247 Sports put out their preseason ACC poll for both the, the Atlantic and obviously the Coastal. Uh, coming in at number one for the Atlantic, Clemson, no surprise there. Number two, Louisville. Louisville has been getting a lot of hype this offseason. At number three, and comes FSU. Uh, the rest of the list goes Wake Forest, NC State, Syracuse, Boston College. Any thoughts from you guys on the Atlantic? Do you do you agree with 247 Sports that it should be Clemson, Louisville, FSU, Wake Forest there? Or um, does anything jump out to you guys? Um, I, I don't believe the hype in Louisville. 
and I think NC State will be better than Wake Forest. But other than that, I don't have many, many disagreements. Yeah, I think Florida State should probably definitely be number two instead of Louisville. Probably flip those two, have Louisville at number three. But other than that, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of disagreements. Um, I can see why they would have Florida State down at three. I mean, we saw what happens the last couple of years, but you know, everyone's hoping it's gonna be different under Norvell, and so far it's looking like that could be the case. We just have to see it on the field. No, I completely understand why we're third. I just don't think the gap should be as big because Louisville got 80 points and we got 69. Nice. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I don't think the gap should be as wide. And like the, the gap from Wake Forest who has 55 points to NC State who has 34. Kind of ridiculous with Wake Forest losing Jamie Newman. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I understand that the... the FSU kind of being at three there, I think having a, although, well, I'm trying to think here, 80, 69, I do think this pandemic thing going on too, and maybe Mike Norvell not being able to, you know, his first season in, and with FSU, and you're now at a big time team, or power five school like this, in Tallahassee, uh, not having a spring, um, and obviously things being switched up is going to change some things. And But I, I will say, though, one thing that gives Florida State an advantage here, and at least Mike Norvell, is that Norvell has worked with a good amount of these guys before, too. Um, I think that's a little bit more of an advantage than maybe what Willie Taggart had coming in. Um, the staff around Mike Norvell, I think they already know what to expect. So whenever they were kind of arriving at Tallahassee and Florida State, they kind of already knew how things were going to be churning um, and how things and how the organization was going to be. So I kind of, you know, I think maybe some FSC fans might be a little pessimistic because this whole COVID thing going on, no spring, but I think some optimism there with how this staff has already been under Mike Norvell, a majority of them have, and they kind of understand how things work organization wise, discipline, what things aren't going to fly. Um, I think I think FSU fans shouldn't be too <clears throat> too crazy concerned. So uh, just a little bit of optimism there. Uh, the coastal goes like this. Guess you know is is Mac back? Uh, North Carolina comes in at number one for the coastal. Virginia Tech at number two, and then here come the Miami Hurricanes at number three, matching Florida State the same vote sixty nine. Nice. Um, Good to know Austin's just going to be like that. Um, <clears throat> and then Virginia, Pittsburgh, Duke, and Austin's still laughing. This is like Dustin, but just, geez. Sober? Yeah. <laughs> Virginia, Pittsburgh, Duke, and Georgia Tech. So your top three are North Carolina, Virginia Tech, Miami. Any thoughts, initial reaction to that poll? Uh, my first reaction is, why does Pittsburgh have a first-place vote? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I do think they are going to have a decent season, though. Stop. But not going to be first in the Coastal. Do you, I mean, do we you, have you a... guys agree that North Carolina should be there at number one? Tell me right yeah. now. Yeah, I do. I guess. I mean, they got Sam Howell, who looked good last year. I mean, who else are you going to put up there? The Coastal is just a mess. They've had seven straight years of a different winner and like seven different teams. So you're saying years. it could be Pittsburgh. It better not be. 
If <laughs> Pittsburgh wins the Coastal, what are you going to do? Something went uh, terribly wrong. Uh, yeah, that's more of what I was going for. <laughs> so should Miami be above Virginia Tech at number two, or should Miami stay at number three there? Miami should probably be... No, nah, I think they're good at three. <laughs> Ooh. I was thinking oh. they might be fourth, but Virginia lost a lot with Bryce Hall leaving and um, whatever the hell the quarterback's name was. I, don't know, I think Miami could. Derek King they have, now, an, they have an argument to be up there at, at two. And with the votes closer than it is for North Carolina being number one, I, I don't think the the margin is that big. And, you know, Miami picked up Derek King. They picked up a couple tra- a couple other transfers like Quincy Roche from from Temple, who's going to play defensive end for them. So I think they have a shot to have a decent year. I mean, as much as I hate Miami, you know, we'll just we'll just have to see what happens. I just feel like their ceilings like eight and four. Yeah, I mean, they always screw Whereas, it up, but you know, maybe yeah. they won't one time. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my argument. <laughs> I just I feel like North Carolina's ceilings higher than anyone else in the coastal. Yeah. Thing is, North Carolina has they've got a pretty easy conference schedule overall. I would say. I mean, there there's tough game, tough road games at Virginia and at Miami. But other than that, I mean, you get Virginia Tech at home, you get Pittsburgh at home, you get NC State at home. You got to go travel to Boston College, but I mean, who cares? Yeah. This they, they sacrificed their back basketball season last year for a good football season this year. That's been the way for FSU, too, for the last couple seasons. Yeah, but that's been worth it. Oh, yeah, it's been most certainly worth it. Most certainly. Yeah, also Miami has a – yeah, they're, they're going to bring in a very <clears throat> talented defensive line unit. So uh, I keep them – I'm putting them at number two of Virginia Tech. Bold. Virginia, Virginia Tech's got to prove it first. I mean – yeah, they, they always they haven't really done much. They've lost a ton a ton of players have transferred out of the program. They haven't done great recruiting wise. I don't know how you can put them at number two. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna rank the ACC now, what would you guys have the top five being? Looking at this document. <laughs> Good God, who cares? After three, it's a mess. Or after two, it's a mess. After one, after it's one, pretty much a mess. Yeah, after one, it's a mess. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, it's yeah. Clemson and then a whole bunch of muck. Uh, Clemson. Give mm. me Clemson. Oh my gosh, Clemson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I I, I just don't want Louisville up there. I don't. I put them at number five. I'd say Clemson, UNC, Miami. FSU, Louisville, with Virginia Tech at six, maybe fighting Louisville for five. Nah, Virginia Tech at six. <laughs> I would go Clemson, North Carolina. Uh, uh, Louisville. Gosh. Florida State, Virginia Tech. Whoa. Uh, For- Didn't you Florida just State, roast no. Louisville earlier? I'm not. You said you didn't believe in the hype. Me putting them third does not mean I think they're good. (laughs) Got them over (laughs) FSU though. And yeah, 
not that high on us that season either. No off-season train, really. I mean, they're losing a lot of the summer. I mean, I I think our ceiling's eight and four. I think Louisville's ceiling's about the same. Hmm. Austin's being tricky tonight. I'm gonna go Clemson, North Carolina. I think Florida State beats Miami this year. And Miami. So Florida State, Miami, Louisville. That seems pretty nice, right? Sure. Only reason for North Carolina, honestly, for me. I mean, I know they have some momentum recruiting, blah, 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 blah. But I'll wait until that plays into effect. I don't think that's going to be fully this year. And the only thing I'd be throwing my hat in there for is uh, Sam Howell. Yeah. That's more than anything else. It's more than anyone else has in the Coastal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the Coastal uh, could play in the MAC this year, and they'd still cap out at 9-3. and three. <laughs> Yep. On to the next segment, if you guys are ready uh, for our FSU trivia. We're still sticking with the, uh, the jersey number things, because I feel like y'all need a lot more learning to do, and... Oh. Y'all have been embarrassing yourselves, both football I and basketball-wise. three for three last week. <sighs> I went two for three. One. You guessed all three. That's Is Austin going to turn though, his camera right? on? No. I'm not cheating. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so FSU Trivia, let's do it. What number? What's Who's got the lead? I wrote it down. Where seven, I, six, I took it. Austin? I took it. It's yeah, eight, seven. It's, Okay. 8-7 Austin. 8-7 Austin has the lead. What number did Ron King wear? He was a forward at Florida State, a legend. Uh, I know this. Solid doesn't go first. At least I'm pretty sure I know it. (laughs) Four. Three. (laughs) Uh, uh, 33. 11. Oh. Thirty-three and eleven. Austin's going thirty-three. Dustin's going. Uh, I'll go. Uh, uh, I'll go uh, thirty-three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, <you're laughs> the correct answer is thirty-three. Austin knows his basketball jersey numbers. He was a basketball manager. This is his job. <laughs> it's not my job to know someone that played in the seventies or eighties. I don't know. Dustin didn't do a lot of his history work. He did visit practice once, though. And he airballed his first shot and then drained the second one from, like, 40 (laughs) feet. It was pretty great. (laughs) Man, Austin just took a 9-7 to lead just like that. Um, Dustin, you got to find some better thing to say in your interview. Uh, What are your thoughts? Give him a harder question. I mean, stop asking him basketball questions. Jeez. He did football ones last week, and I still smoked you. Yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> I think you did guess, didn't you? I never Yeah, guessed. Austin did guess last week, right? Me guessed? No, I knew all three. Because nah. you asked Fred Belenikoff, and I have his jersey handing to my right. Well, I did. It fell. Um, fell? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, you did Bob Sura, who we literally asked that same question to Trent Forrest. 
or at least another, talked about another it. Another easy basketball question for Austin. Good job, Logan. And then you did, yeah. I think, Ron Simmons. Are you, are you paying him under the table, Austin, to get all these easy-ass questions? Lucky. No. Uh, I just got a new Venmo from Austin. That <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks is going to help. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Dustin, I suggest you starting to pay up, but you aren't working right now, so. Yeah, I ain't got a budget for you. <laughs> All right, you ready for the end off the podcast to uh, talk uh, bad dad jokes? Just to I, end I off the podcast always. Just to I've only got one. So people know. I've only got one this week, so let's, okay. let's make it a quick one. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's also a uh, it's a little bit of a movie dad joke. Um, okay. If if you get the reference, I think it's pretty good. Uh, how much did it cost Hydra to kill Tony Stark's parents? No, no. One buck. Well. <laughs> I don't get it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I don't watch. I didn't watch that. Yeah, what I don't that? get it. Toy Story? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Toy Story. No, no, what is it? Avengers? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Toy Story. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I didn't want. I'm not like a big Marvel guy, but definitely listeners that listen probably appreciate that. We probably got some Marvel listeners. I not a big Marvel guy. Dustin, are you Marvel? Are you Marveling? Are you Marvel? Marvel man. Dude, I feel like since he's had nothing better to do since like April, yeah, he would have watched some of the movies. Oh. Oh. Uh, what do you... Yeah, he should be watching a good show, but he hasn't yet. Um, what do you call a guy who never farts in public? A private tutor. Mm. That one physically hurt me. Uh, that's what I wanted it to do. Just squeeze it out, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin laughed. <laughs> All right, Dustin, you go ahead. You know we know you're just now searching on because you take last second to oh, find. I got one. I got one. Oh yeah. What kind of car does a sheep like to drive? What kind of car? A Lamborghini. <sighs> that one's not bad. Oh come on, mine wasn't. Yours is horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, what washes up on really small beaches, Austin? Oh god. Here we go. Microwaves. <clears throat> you're, mm. <sighs> you're getting worse, and I didn't think you could. Let's go. Anybody else got any more? Uh, I, think tonight. I think I'm killing it. How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? Jump on it. Let Dustin get on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's what it needs to be. Uh, The the correct answer was add spring water. uh, Add what water? Spring water. Spring water? Spring. Spring. 
Oh, spring, bro. You got to say with the G. <laughs> spring water. <sighs> uh, you got anything, Dustin? You got anything over there? How does uh, the how does the ocean say hello? It waves. Can we wrap this up, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still don't know how we haven't been canceled yet. All right, I got one real quick. Come on, Dustin, give us some good ones like from your back back in your day. I didn't get a haircut. I got them all cut. Is it over? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, is it over? This podcast is officially over. Um, that just ruined my night. I don't I'm know. still confused. Yeah, I don't get it. I didn't get a hair cut. I got them all cut. It, no. Uh, it didn't make any more sense all, the second time. All your hair cut off. You're now bald. What? Oh, Jesus, help me. Um, well, on that note, I think that's time. I think that's pretty much that pretty much tells us to go and cut the podcast off. What do you think, Austin? Yeah, it's been time. Yeah, that, that's about it. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you rate us five stars, leave a review. We would definitely appreciate it a lot on Apple. We really do. It would mean a lot. Um, and I think I'm going to start shouting you guys out now starting next week for sure because we actually have had quite a few new reviews. So shout out to you guys. We're going to give you a big time shout out to the beginning of the podcast next week. Um, you can I've heard this that before. On. Well, this time I'm going to. I always forget at the beginning. So, But I, I promise I will not do it again. I promise. Um, I will not forget. But uh, we will talk to you guys next week. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified every time we go live. You can follow us on Twitter at here the spear. You can join us on our Discord. We have over a thousand, eleven hundred FSU fans in there. Breaking news, recruiting nuggets. Nate's in there, um, giving you guys nuggets on recruits. Dustin in there too, along with me, Austin, basketball wise, and Nico. Um, but yeah, we hope you'll have a great rest of y'all's week. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. We'll talk to you during the next episode next week. See you guys.